analysis. With over 70 years combined experience, this is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here. Okay, it is the holiday edition. Bob Ryan, Gary Tangwa, Zoom and Pod. Thanks for joining us. We hope you had a great holiday. Uh, we wish you the best of the coming new year. We are brought to you by our good friends at FanDuel. That's right, FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Networks. Score this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Okay, Bob, I want to go back to the Celtics-Lakers game. Okay, it's Christmas Day. And I know how you feel about games on Christmas. You're not a fan, correct? That has not changed. That's correct. Okay, so we know that. Uh, but they had five games, and I'm sure the ratings were great. Uh, and they were all good games. The next game was a good game to watch. Uh, but the Celtics-Lakers game, to me, while the Lakers are not what they once were, and LeBron and Anthony Davis, they don't have a supporting cast. I still thought it was a statement made by the Celtics to go into their house and win that game. Well, I think coming out of the the way the trip started with a disappointing, not humiliating, but a disappointing loss at, at Golden State right. in overtime, a game that there was in, within their grasp and that they should have held on to and won. Okay, we know that. Then they go and they blow out two successive blowouts over a, t- well, a team that I think is can, can be good, and that's Sacramento. And a team that was playing very well at the time, which was the Clippers, and and uh, and ringing up 144 and 145 against those two, yeah, it was a Ballyhooed game. Everybody knows what's at stake, and LeBron was coming off a great game, uh, and and yeah, they, they rose to the occasion, and with one of the great box scores in their history, uh, you know, uh, five guys 18 or more. That's that's very rare. I uh, just as an aside, I. Covered. I don't know how many others have been doing this 54 years since I first covered an NBA game, but I've covered two and only two games in all those years in which all five starters of a team had 20 points. And uh, the Celtics did it against the Bullets in the early 70s. I'm trying to look that game up just for the hell of it now. Uh, and, uh, and the Suns did it against the Lakers in the 84 Western Conference Finals. And uh, – that's very rare. They came close to having that incredible achievement. But anyway, it was it was a, it was a wonderful game. And you said statement. I I I can't dispute that. I think it. Uh, well, let's see how they you know build off that. And as we speak, by the way, they haven't thrown the ball up yet in the con- in the confrontation with the record breaking Pistons. Right. And this game scares the bleep out of me, just because. Two reasons. One, Pistons got to win sometime. <laughs> they got to win sometime. Kate Cunningham's going for a forty-one point game. They got to win sometime. And B, history is not kind to teams, the Celtic teams, in my experience, coming off the first game of a major road trip. They've had some bad, right? right. And uh, so they now, the the counterbalance to that is that what has happened as the Pistons are experiencing any team, they find every team is bringing their A game against them because nobody wants right. to, to lose to them. 
And, and if, if people aren't, aren't aren't aware, it's like twenty seven in a row now. Twenty seven. Twenty seven at the time of our taping. Twenty seven in a row. And the, the twenty eight is the overlap record of the Sixers, in which they ended the season and then started the next season with the with the streak intact. And that's the record of twenty eight and twenty seven. And they're going for so they they if, if all wells runs out, they'll have the record to themselves by Sunday morning. But anyway, um, anyway, this game I I don't want to play them right now. I don't want to play them. I, right. I, I don't. I, 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 but you, Celtics. If they if if history is true, they will bring their A game because they they don't want. I just a quick a quick uh, anecdote. The 76ers in 1972-73 won nine games. The Boston Celtics in 1972-73 won 68 games. And late in the season, they brought came into Boston for a Sunday afternoon game. And at the end of the third quarter, the Sixers were winning. And that's the days of the four jump balls. We didn't have gone to the halftime. Right. And the looks on Celtic faces, the start of the fourth quarter. Well, they 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 kicked it into gear and they won going away. And I remember talking to Paul Silas after that game. And he said all he could think about as they were ready to throw that ball up in the fourth quarter was the morning paper headlines, 76ers beat Celtics. And he did not want to see that. No. And and uh, they 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 came through. I'll, I'll never always remember that. But what this is what happened. Teams nobody wants to lose to them. I mean, it's it, it so they're getting a games from everybody. Right, and it's kind of crazy, but you're right because you don't want to be the guy. You don't want to be the but guy. They're going to win sometime. Yeah. They're not going two and eighty. Now you mentioned right. the overtime situation with the Celtics. Celtics are zero and three in overtime, so they yeah. could they could oh. have only three losses. Yeah, give them two. Well, you can give them two out of three. It'd be nice. They could. No, no. It's it's crazy though because yeah. Bob, like, well, it, it's part of our job to critique the Celts and look for you know look for holes in their arsenal. They're twenty three and six. They're number one in the NBA. And right now, I mean, it's if they stay healthy, they're just they're amazing. At the moment, we can only nitpick. Big time. That's Big all time. we can do legitimately now is nitpick because you know. There's a history, you know, everybody, every team's got its dynamics and its history. And the history of this team is, the recent history of this group is that they ha have knocked on the door, but they haven't opened it yet. And, yeah. and the thing about the, that I want to stress with this um, is that this is a now team. This is a now, now we, we've alluded to this earlier in, in the season, but just so people understand, this is, this team is constructed to win N O W. They are. They've got their their two best players are in the absolute prime of their athletic lives in mid twenties, from twenty five to thirty. Basically, is a, the prime of almost anybody in any sport. If you're, and that's where they are. Tatum and and and, uh, and Brown. Brzezinkas is twenty eight. Um, uh, the guards are older, but not too old. And they got two youngish guys, but the, the, even their young guys aren't young anymore. And that, in a, in a, they don't have any rookies on, of playing at any, they don't have any. The youngest guy who plays regularly that matters is Pritchard, 24. And and that and look at some of the teams around the league that, that like, it's like the Pistons themselves who are young. This, the Thunder who is so young. Um, you know that this this there this is it. This construction is complete in a sense. Now we we all agree it'd be nice to get one more piece of the puzzle, the PJ Brown of 2024, 
if he's if he's walking down the street, I hope they can find him. You know, <laughs> and uh, oh, Pierce out after. Yeah, him. in the cab. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah, PJ. Hey, let's make a deal. So uh, I want to. There, there, this, there's nothing. The construction is there. It's done. They right. got to just perform. Bob, I want to throw some modern day statistics at you uh, from Adam Himmelsbach, who has continued the fine tradition of uh, the Celtics following the Celtics beat for the Boston Globe. Uh, Derek White, who I know you are a big fan of, and we're going to talk about him at length here. The Celtics are 11.6 points better per 100 possessions. When White is in the lineup, that's eight points better than Drew Holiday. 11.6 better per 100. That's, now, that is an amazing number. When well, you look it at is the an roster. amazing I, I That blows me away. Uh, not, you know, uh, it, it, generally, I'm just happy with the eye test, you know, and what right. I've seen this guy do at both ends of the floor. How about this block thing he's got going on? Blocking shots. You know, and two a game for multiple games is extraordinary for a guard, which reminds me, by the way, I'm sorry, but I got I, I can't read one of my favorite stats that ever came out of the finals in 1979. Dennis Johnson, starting for the Seattle Supersonics, blocked 14 shots in six games of the finals out of the guard position. Anyway, this is this is a, another guard doing that. What doesn't this guy do for you? I know. He's like a, I say, he's like a a, 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 a handy butler. I mean, whatever you need, whatever you want. Bruce Harvey you? Knight. My God, he's he's, and we're going to get to whether or not a candidate should be in the All Star game. But uh, uh, but he's, well, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing with the All Star game, Bob. Right now, is if you take a look, fifty percent voting by the fans, twenty five percent by the players, right, and twenty five percent by the media. Now, he's going to get the player and media vote, I think. You know, and will he get the fan vote? Now, I do think there is starting to be a groundswell of people are getting behind this guy. So, Because people in Boston obviously know other players are going to vote for him. We know that. Other players are going to vote for him. Some media members are going to vote for him. I, but I think just now some of the fans are starting to see it. There's a big problem that I don't think is going to be overcome. What's that? Competition. Well, there's the East that, yeah. is loaded. Are you ready? I got, I got it. Yeah, I, go ahead. Lay I it on me. I come armed. I come armed. I, I, I come bearing stats. Okay. Tell me how you deny Tyrese Halliburton. He's in. Oh, he's, yeah. He's in. He is averaging 24.8, shooting 54. Three points, 42-1, and also, oh, by the way, 12 assists a game. <laughs> oh, yeah, he could, I mean, right. he could start. How do you deny Tyrese Maxey? You're not. 26 points a game, 45% uh, shooting, 41% uh, threes. Okay, let's go, let's, go guy, let's go guy by guy. Okay? I'm going. Let's go guy by guy. I'm going to make a case for White over Maxey. Blocking shots. The way he's he, the way he he doesn't have the numbers. He doesn't have twenty six nope. points per game. Block, you just mentioned all of it. Halliburton, not a shot. Maxi, I can make a case. I think. Go ahead. Okay, Jalen Brunson has to be in the game. He's in. Has to be it. He's averaging twenty six. He's shooting forty eight. 
three, 45% threes and 5.9 assists. All right. Lillard's going to be in the game. Period. Yeah, he gets it. Lillard's going to yeah, be in Lillard's the game. I mean, he's, he's, 20, yeah. he's averaging 25.7, shooting yeah. 43.5, 3.75 on threes, and, and almost seven assists a game. He's going to be in the game. Those three, those guys, those two are absolutely positive. Those three are positively absolutely going to be on the team. Halliburton, Brunson, and Lillard. I can make a case for Maxi, Your Honor, Mr. Ryan. I I just mentioned it. 11.6 points per 100 possessions. We just, I, you just talked about how White makes the Celtics better. Oh, does, I think he does more for the Celtics than Maxi does for the Sixers. That's I, the only, argu- that's the only I, argument I got. And there's one other guy that's going to be yeah. very tough to deny, and, and that is Trey Young. Oh, I'd still give it to White, but I'm biased. <laughs> I will admit, I'm biased. I'm He's biased. Lead- it, you're not going to win that one. Look, listen to this. 28 points a game, 11.3 assists a game, yeah. 38.5, 3. He's in the game. He's a star. I know. I know. I'm being a homer. I know. I'm being no, a homer. That, that, there's four musts. How's he going to get in? Yeah, I know. I'd still put him in over Maxi. I We would love to have him in over somebody, but it's not going to happen. And and, and then uh, there are a couple other you know guys who make a case. There'll be a strong case made by Cleveland for Donovan Mitchell. He's averaging twenty seven a game yeah. in case when you weren't when you weren't looking, and and uh, even Garland. But no, he's but he's averaging twenty. It won't be Garland. Okay, and the other that's Cam Thomas. <laughs> They'll make a pitch. He's averaging twenty three a game uh, for the for the Nets. Okay, but no, you know you we, no neither of us would even think about that. But but I'm just saying. It ain't gonna happen. I, I feel I bad because because the, it should happen. You're right. His contribution at both ends of the floor, the glue he represents for the Celtics. Who knew when they got? I keep going back for the ten millionth time. How do we get him? <laughs> How do oh, we I get him? I know. God Almighty! With that, no. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action NFL. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including you got spreads, you got your player props, you got over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. I got another stat for you. This is a good one. Again, from Mr. Himmelsbach. Tatum had four of the six Celtics screen assists. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. In the Laker game. I love that stat. That's a great stat, Bob. But they've come up with that in pass assists too, you know, and not, uh, you know, and uh, um, you know, you could call it assist. You know, he's setting screens. Great, I know it's okay. great. I'm but here's the point: it's, how many guys like Tatum, the number one scorer, setting screens? Oh. That doesn't happen. 
No, it doesn't. No, no. Uh, Michael Jordan didn't set screens. LeBron right. didn't set screens. Larry didn't set screens. You know, they screened for Larry. And no, this is part of Tatum maturation that we've, we, we, you know, identified is having a fine year. And um, that's that's very impressive. Yeah. Whoever you want to label it, screen assist. I love it. Uh, that's, they're getting very creative in that the analytics department of the Celtics, aren't they? They're earning their money between pass assist. Now, that's an interesting one. I want to talk about that for a minute because we had some discussion about that in my front circle of friends um, about the, uh, the the pass assist. Dan Shaughnessy had some fun mocking you know, the thing. But the thing is that I have said for years that there ought to be a, a accreditation uh, for a pass that leads to a guy who gets fouled uh, shooting the layup and, and, and then, you know, makes the two free throws. Uh, and you would, you, you get no credit for that. No statistical credit, right. you know, none at all. Um, and then of course you do get credit for making a routine pass over to your buddy to, three, to shoot a three <laughs> or a little bit of inside out, you know, and, and, you know, you got about as much to do with that as, as you two of us do sitting here, you know, big deal. And, and yet you get credit for that, but you don't get credit for the, the guy that makes the two free throws after you gave him a beautiful pass. And uh, uh, so, you know, the statistics, that's why you got to be very wary of statistics and why analytics have filled in a lot of gaps. They get, you can get carried away with them naturally. You know, we know that. And, and baseball being exhibit A, but you can get carried away with this stuff. But uh, they, they've helped, uh, you know, but I'm telling you, in the old days, Gar, in the Bob Cousy, I thought I was saying this is something that Tricky Dick McGuire would acknowledge. And and you only got an, uh, an assist in 1951 or 56 if the guy made a layup. Period. So when you look at the numbers of the Cousy's and the Tricky Dick McGuire's and the Slater Martins uh, uh, on the Bobby Davies of the 50s, and if they're averaging seven assists a game, they're all layups. And right. the the current assist leaders are getting credit for three pointers and, and almost threes and 17 footers and that, that were denied those old guys. So that's why you got to be careful with the stats. Well, I mean, who, who had better court vision than Bob Cousy, uh, Oscar Robinson, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. No, no, Cousy, Cousy, he's the kosher godfather of all. He's the godfather of all point guards. He's the godfather. He is the ultimate godfather. And point forwards. Yeah. Well, you know, that that phrase, the greatest point forward, uh, was was Larry. Yeah, and 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 you know, frankly, and they, they tried to call uh, Paul Pressy. Uh, you know, the, the 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 Bucks were making a case for Pressy. Larry destroyed Pressy. Oh, we know it's not even close. He, he just he just posted him up and said, "Oh, you really come over here? You know, I'll, I'll take a turnaround jumper and, and 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 or I'll go to the foul line. Thank you very much." No, he that was that was ridiculous. The closest thing to Larry. Or the most Larry-like player, I'll put it that way. You know that that, that there's, it's worth discussing that there's a a, a link. Is Doncic? What That's about Dirk? What about most, Dirk? No, Dirk was more. Doncic's a passer too. Dirk was Dirk. Dirk expanded the range for all seven quarters. No question. Dirk's a a, a pivotal player, but he ain't Larry. Different. He's different. He and Larry would be great together. Oh my God. You know. But uh, Dachik and Larry, uh, Dachik would have it's got the ball all the time, which Larry never did. But but still, the way he moves and some of the stuff he does reminds me of 
as much as, as as anyone ever has of things about Larry. You know, he's Larry like in certain ways. But the big difference is, of course, he has the ball, and Larry remains the guy. And this will be the truth for eternity. No one will ever come along to get more done with the ball in his hands less than Larry Bird. I don't oh, see yeah, how moving without the ball, he was ex- the best. And, well, not only that, but anticipation. Yeah, knowing what to do with it, with the touch pass immediately, with the you know, and and. And the assist totals he whacked up with the infrequent times he had the ball compared to what all other assist guys, starting with LeBron, who, you know, is no longer a forward. He's just a positionless queen of the chessboard without question. But but when he was – before he had the ball all the time, uh, he was a forward. And, and you know, those were the two best forwards of all time. Right now I still put him as the, the two starting forwards, except LeBron has morphed into something, you know, different. Yeah, exactly. Positionless is it's got it all the time. Got the ball. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a, um. Before we leave this, what is your favorite Celtic Laker rivalry or year or matchup? Oh, that's very, very, very interesting. Um, the uh, the '84 finals provided us with so much fodder because it was anticipated. It was five years in before Larry and Magic finally had it. A, right. a confrontation and a lot had happened for both of them at that point larry you know uh larry won magic beat him to it magic won up them in 1980 yeah larry was rookie of the year but magic got the ring and he got the ring because he played what remains 43 years later as handful of greatest individual games ever played in the history of this league no question it's one of the top worst top five games any individual has ever played in the 70, what is this, eight-year history now of the NBA? As a rookie. As a 20-year-old, that performance in Philadelphia, 42 points, 15 rebounds, seven assists, playing all five positions, and absolutely dominating the game with Kareem sitting home watching with his injury that he sustained. And and everybody, one of us, knowing, knowing going into that game, we're going back to L.A. for game seven. I am not lying when you say, Gary, I've told you this before. It's the gospel truth. The, the, the big chatter with, among we media people was where we're we going to go to dinner in L.A. on Saturday night. Oh, because it's Friday night in Philly and we're the, and the Sixers are going to lose. And we're uh, and, and we're going back to uh, I mean, the Lakers are going to lose. Right. And we're going back to L.A. for game seven. Well, OK. Anyway, so that's it. Larry gets his championship in 81, including a game on February 11th, 1981. The Celtics roll into L.A. having played a really tough game the night before in Seattle and having lost Tiny Archibald, who got hurt. And so, and they arrive at 3 in the afternoon for a 7.30 game with travel problems. You always have trouble. They often have troubles in the West the whole winter with fog. From Seattle to San Diego, the big thing is you may get fogged in. And we had a trouble getting out of San Diego, Seattle. So it's like a hopeless game, you figure, right? Larry goes over to Magic. Magic was hurt. He didn't play. Larry goes over to him for the game and says, sit back, Irvin, and enjoy the show. <laughs> now, this is before they did the Converse commercial, right? Yes, yes. Sit back, Irvin, and enjoy the show. Larry goes for 36 and 21. And, 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 not, and about five or six assists and the, the icing on the old cake. He stopped a couple of three-on-ones all by himself. People, you know, he 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 broke up a couple of three on ones. They win the game, um, and and it's one of his 
five my fa five favorite Larry games ever. Naturally, you know. All right. But anyway, now we're up to eighty four, and and and, and oh, the Lakers win in eighty two, and and now they're up two to one. They lose in eighty three uh, to the Sixers, the great one year Sixer team. Right. Moses Malone, greatest year. And now we're in eighty four. So I all the build the build up in a ballyhoo, and the way that series unfolded, the Lakers carry them, bury them in Boston game one, and the Celtics and. Only pull out game two with Gerald Henderson makes the great steal to save the game. And and oh, they're gonna go, they're, they're gonna get out 2-0 going home. Right. They, they get destroyed in game three at home. I mean out there. And and Larry, that's when Larry came up with the we need 12 heart plants. And we played like yep. sissies, quote unquote. And uh game four is one of the great playoff games I ever saw, double overtime. Uh, Larry comes up big with 29 and 21. Robert has a big game and the magic. Dribbles the ball wrong, out the clock. He magic screwed up, and and uh, earning his nickname of Tragic Johnson from Max. <laughs> and of course, that was the uh, McHale takedown game. Yes, of Rambis. Which today, of course, he would have been incarcerated. No, he, all it was was a common foul. <laughs> I great, know it was a common foul. So, and game uh, five is the Heat game. Right. Game five is the Heat game. 97 degrees Fahrenheit inside the building. Uh, Lakers want to go home. Kareem, they they, 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 they got portable oxygen. Uh, ML's walking up and down, waving the, uh, the little mini electric flag of a fan, you know. And Larry, in the heat of the 97 degree game, Larry goes for 36 and, and uh, 17 and shoots 15 for 20. <laughs> well, you were there, Bob. How hot? I mean, just give us how. It was. The strangest night of all the nights in all the sports, which includes boxing, which includes, you know, the I've ever been to in that building, that in that old building, starting in 19, my first visit in October 17th, 1964. Uh, it was the strangest night ever because it was so hot in there and never have so many people worn so little clothing in the in the garden. Guys are in shorts, women are in halter tops. You know, you know, it is. It, it was T-shirts. It, it was, you know, it was, it, and the crowd made it a positive. It right. was a great crowd, it, and they, they, they were the Celtics. Really, were their six men that night, and 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 they just spooked the Lakers that night, just completely. And Larry, but the, how symbolic! Larry Bird goes ninety-seven degrees. Larry goes for thirty-six and seventeen, and and fifteen for twenty from the floor. So this is, and then the back, and then game six, the Lakers kick their ass again, <laughs> come home, and game seven, Celtics win. And you know who turned the game around? Danny Ainge. Now, Max Max started them off. Great. Max, you know, I have to get, jump on my back, boys, game. Right. He's had the 24 points against Worthy. He, he dumped the, but who came off the bench and sparked a second quarter, you know, run off of which they lived for the rest of the game? Danny. That was, people forget that. Because it's rightfully it should be remembered as a max game. Yes, it's true. But right. uh, but Danny was the major supporter. He got best supporting actor that night. I'll tell you that. And you know, Larry, you know, Larry's MVP in the series. But but uh, you know, of course, you know. But uh, anyway, oh, it eighty four. There was so much drama and 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 um, you know and and the Lakers complaining. They said that you know the the hotel there were fire alarms. They said oh, and all right, this right. Shit, you know and, and Riley was was it was was it was theater and and it was just great stuff well the fire alarms there's no doubt the fans were setting up <laughs> fire alarms i mean of course, that's a reasonable i don't think 
Here's the thing. Red was so good with that stuff. He didn't have to do anything. No. He didn't have to do it. He just let people talk about it. Red loved the idea. This is like um, Gaylord Perry in the spitball. Right. He wanted people to think he was doing it, to drive him crazy. You know, and Red didn't mind having the other teams, anything that would blow them off that wasn't illegal, you know. Right. You know, Red was... And you know he would he would he would, he would be okay with it you know oh, the robbery was and then of course in the next year they get their comeuppance Kareem has this supreme moment you know beating the Celtics and then uh, for the first time they ever lost to the Lakers and first time they they lost a, a, a finals series at home they had lost I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry they lost to the Knicks in '73 that wasn't the finals though that was the that was the conference finals right but that one still hurt boy oh yeah but that was Kareem's great he was and he, he, and he was great. You know, the 86 was wonderful, but they beat the Rockets. Yeah. It just, you know, which is fine. It's, it would have been, uh, th- that would have completed it. I, I, I still, you know, I still think it's the greatest team of all time. But yeah, it would have been nice to have beat one at the Lakers' expense. You know, so that this, but the, I would have to go the whole drama from start to finish of 84. Uh, there was so many seminal, you know, memorable moments. I, I mean, the thing that's amazing with, uh, those two teams, if you just break down the rosters, the no. talent, oh. unbelievable. I mean, well, look, you got well, the Celtics, they got four. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four. There's four Halls of Famers on the Celtics, uh, and uh, and 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 then a, and a veteran all star in, in Wedman, and uh, then you've got the Lakers, you've got Kareem and uh, Magic and Worthy, Worthy. That's three. Michael Cooper, Michael Cooper, who uh, is on the ballot, and you know, I wouldn't have a problem as great defensively as he was. He was a clutch three-point shooter. He he's on the ballot. I was. I I wonder if I would have voted. If I were, I'm not voting this year, but if I would have voted, I don't know. But anyway, it was. uh, And of course, Wiley was a seminal figure in in uh, in, you know NBA history. And uh, oh no, it was it was it was just terrific. It was good stuff, and it was a great. A decade for the NBA and uh, in general terms, but so it, it was. It was that. Uh, now I have to move on. Let's let's get into the current times, Bob, where you yes. and I are both scratching our heads in regard to the Dallas Mavericks. Now let me set the stage here, so in case people haven't followed this, but Mark Cuban, we all know, is a very smart man. Got involved with radio streaming, mm. became a billionaire. Uh, just knows what he's doing when it comes to making money, and quite frankly, turned the Dallas Mavericks around and they won an yeah. NBA title. Right. So recently, he just sold the majority stake of the Dallas Mavericks. So he sold that to the Adelson and Dumont families, which own the Las Vegas Sands Corp, for $3.5 billion. Cuban has 27% stake and will control basketball operations. Okay, Now, the way Cuban sees it, and he's right, Media rights are dropping. Media rights are dropping, for especially for local television contracts. Mm-hmm. Streaming has changed everything. So he sees the future of being in connection with gambling, and we can't argue with that. I mean, our, you know, uh, you have to look around. You know, FanDuel is our sponsor. I mean, it's just the way of the world. So he feels to get um, going to business with a gambling family or a casino family, yeah. I should say, very successful one, is the way to go. And it's not legal in Texas yet. No. But at some point it will be. 
Apparently he's got a dream about building a, uh, I, read, I read only this morning, he's got right. a dream about building a, 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 a an arena, because, you know, a new one, <laughs> I mean, there's, hell, there's must be 25 years old, <laughs> no, it's, well, oh uh, anyway, a new arena, and uh, the whole complex, you know, a gambling complex, the whole, yeah, oh, he's smart, it's a savvy business move, um, and, and not to mention, I mean, I, it, we can't relate to billionaires in, in terms of what that actually means in their daily lives of spending and what they can do and can't do. But uh, he's enriching himself even more. And, uh, you know, for his, heir, for his heirs, I trust. Um, oh, my God, it's hard to imagine because he's he's making a killing out of this. Good. You think of what whatever it is he paid. Oh, my God, that was 20 years Get ago. It. Oh, my God. Um, and what uh, my gambling, there's no turn back here they, the, all sports have, have decided that this is the way to go and uh and you know we, we every every sport is involved and so that's where we are i'm uh christmas eve my my neighbor's over we're talking you know we got sports on and stuff we're talking about different teams and he's got his phone you know <laughs> yeah you know fan duel on the phone doing his thing you know <laughs> yeah Twenty-five yeah. bucks here, twenty-five bucks here, thirty-five bucks here. You know, it, it it's the way of the world. I, I don't think the integrity. I, I don't know. I, I don't. Know. Do you think the integrity of the game? Will I, be well, you know, I think the one basic layman theory is that uh, you're safer with the government with everything being legal than you were when it was illegal. You know, right. term, and uh, and so. Uh, but that does that mean that we're out of the woods with regard to possible bribery and, and possible dumping and possible guys and uh, uh, especially when they're already making so much money, you know, now that you say well, who now the, the, the vulnerable place has been three different times in our history or more uh, college. And and now but even now, that's less likely in that when the in the world of NIL and than it once was, you know, uh, that's maybe that's going to be the. The strange byproduct, the, the 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 positive unintended consequence of the NIL will be to reduce severely the chances that some kid's going to take a, you know, couple hundred bucks or a couple thousand bucks from some bookie to you know throw a game, which right. has been happened, which has happened as far back as 1946. We know about it here in Boston. BC knows about yeah. it, and then uh, uh, it, it caused a major scandal in 1951 and and also in 1961 and. Uh, uh, but it's less likely you would think if gambling is, you know, with, with the NIL and the money that the kids can make. Uh, the, I mean, but basically you're talking about a casino owns a professional. Yeah, yeah right. Oh, I mean, remember the days that, uh, oh, guys couldn't, Billy Mays wanted to be a greeter. Yeah, and, couldn't do it. Couldn't do Alex it. Harris got in trouble. Paul when when um, I go back with when Rogers Hornsby was uh, at the peak of his career in the 20s, the greatest right-hand hitter in history. And, uh, he was he 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 was forced to sell his interest in a racetrack, just just an interest, you know, because it was you couldn't do it, you know, but it couldn't be associated with gambling. Neil DeRocher was suspended for the entire 1947 season as manager of the Dodgers because of he was be ready for this consorting with gamblers. <laughs> okay, so you know um, this is where we this is where we come from. We're 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 we're, we're long past that, ladies and gentlemen. We so, are. Because basically, no. you have a casino company now that owns an NBA franchise. Which brings me to Pete Rose. <laughs> Which brings me to Pete Rose. I know the this is a basketball podcast, but I'm sure Pete Rose played a lot of high school basketball. I wouldn't be surprised. But anyway, 
Pete Rose. I have said, fast, we said, keep him out. You know, he, 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 keep him out, keep him out, keep him out because he bet on, you know, his own, and he did bet on his own team, not the other team, but still there's nothing, there's that's not a good thing either. Now I say, I'll pick him up at the airport, drive him right to Cooperstown. Right. Because there's no, they, the baseball has forfeited the high moral ground. They forfeited. Just, you, you can't justify any longer the idea that what he did uh, is so out of step with the where where they are now. So, you know, I'm, I'm, put me down. I'll, I'll, I'll put Pete in it. All right. I'm off the soapbox. Robert, as we leave, do you have any New Year's uh, predictions or resolutions or any thoughts? Well, I think the NBA, uh, if it's the NBA, uh, the Celtics are in the mix. Uh, I think we both agree they got to prove to us that they're going to keep their composure and do the thing, do you know, hold up emotionally in, in the playoffs because they they have enough talent, you know. The, um, so I'm, I'm not going to – I can't predict. I don't, I don't like it, to, but do, do that. Um no, no, so just you don't have to predict or something you want to see or something. I want you to, well, yeah, yeah. Well, of course, I want to see the 18th banner. I'd, I'd love I'd get hoisted in opening day next year. That'd be fine. Yeah, and I think these people deserve it. I think this has been a good ownership group. Uh, I really do, and uh, I think they deserve it. They their their hearts have been in the right place. Uh, I think for the most part, and uh, um, I, I think that they you know that they they put a lot into it, and and I then in the right way and i think they they deserve another another championship um so anyway that's other than that no i'm i'm just um you know one thing i always hope like to see bc get relevant again you know and and they are better this year in basketball by the way they're better they're not you know i don't know we'll see how the league goes but but i'd like to see that that's that's always something that matters to me well maybe you have to pull back on those donations (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right bob ryan that's it bob ryan gary tangway here brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the clns media network score this nfl season with FanDuel, america's number one sports book right now new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet that's 150 bucks if your team wins okay robert we'll talk to you again soon mm-hmm.